Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo. I've entitled today's morning briefing, That's a Wrap on Love. Paul's insights on pure love are invaluable to our lives, though in themselves they are powerless. It is the love of God who makes us whole. Like the hummingbird's beak, we must drink long from the flower of his love in order to love well ourselves. Nice picture. I spent some time looking for some interesting, inspiring, intimate takes on love and thought I would share them with you. Each of them speaks to me, and some just plain draw me into this glorious thing we call love. First, Jesus. Greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. John 15, verse 13. And then Henry Drummond, who was a 19th century scientist and evangelist, a Scotsman said, The greatest thing in the world is love. Of course it is that. It is the chief spring of such happiness as we enjoy down here. I do not say that there are not other things, such as the glory of the physical world in which we live, the companionship of books, and the delights of music and art, that add to the richness and fullness of life. But love is the abiding source of our happiness and peace. It is love, the love of father and mother, and wife and child, and friend that makes life worth having. Without love, life is not a boon, but a burden. Brennan Manning, who's a prolific author, also a priest, said, How glorious the splendor of a human heart that trusts that it is loved. Henry Nowen, also a priest, a lover of the downtrodden. He's worked with many, um, primarily in Canada also an author, said, Your body needs to be held and to hold, to be touched and to touch. None of these needs is to be despised, denied, or repressed. But you have to keep searching for your body's deeper need, the need for genuine love. Every time you are able to go beyond the body's superficial desires for love, you are bringing your body home and moving toward an integration and unity. And then, to love at all is to be vulnerable. Love anything, and your heart will certainly be wrung and possibly broken. Can you tell the author? Of course, it's C.S. Lewis. If you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give your heart to no one, not even to an animal. Wrap it carefully round with hobbies and little luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. Lock it up safe in the casket or coffin of your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, impenetrable, irredeemable. Lewis also said this, Though our feelings come and go, God's love for us does not. And another, Love is not affectionate feeling, but a steady wish for the loved person's ultimate good as far as it can be obtained. One more time. Love is not affectionate feeling, but a steady wish for the loved person's ultimate good as far as it can be obtained. And then George MacDonald, an author, um, poet, preacher, Scotsman, 19th century Scotsman, said, This is and has been the Father's work from the beginning to bring us into the home of his heart. And then Mitch Albom, you might know the name uh, from Tuesdays with Maury, 
um, actually has a recent book called Have a Little Faith, which is excellent. I highly recommend it. Mitch Albom said this, The way you get meaning into your life is to devote yourself to loving others. Devote yourself to your community around you and devote yourself to creating something that gives you purpose and meaning. And then from Richard Foster, uh, he wrote my favorite one of his books. is called The Celebration of Discipline. Love his writing. Love his heart. He said simply about love, intercession is a way of loving others. And then um, there's a woman I, whose stuff I love to read. In many ways, she's my polar opposite. Her name's Annie Lamott, and uh, she lives and writes from Marin County, up near where I grew up. And Annie Lamott um, has written some really kind of irreverent books. Uh, she's a liberal feminist Christian who I uh, just really adore some of the things she says, including this about love. I think joy and sweetness and affection are a spiritual path. We're here to know God, to love and serve God, and to be blown away by the beauty and miracle of nature. You just have to get rid of so much baggage to be light enough to dance, to sing, to play. You don't have time to carry grudges. You don't have time to cling to the need to be right. And then Mother Teresa, the last quote for this morning, for today. The success of love is in the loving. It is not in the result of loving. Of course, it is natural in love to want the best for the other person, but whether it turns out that way or not does not determine the value of what we have done. There you have it. You've looked at love from several sides now. Tomorrow, Friday, I shall go and love in Long Beach. And when I come home, I shall love here, my family. Heard someone say today, I do real well loving until I come home to my family. How true that can be. Yet, the stakes are greater at home than anywhere else, particularly when we have a hand in shaping lives. So if you haven't spent time in this incredible 1 Corinthians chapter 13 this week, Please take the weekend to do so. You won't regret it. Why? Because what's love got to do with it? Well, without love, you are nothing. After all, the greatest of these is love. And just in case you don't recognize those, those are the titles from the morning briefings this week. You can check them out and this one at pastorwoman.com, morning briefings. And again, the title of this one is That's a Wrap on Love.